Welcome and thank you for tuning in to Modern Aged Middle Life, a podcast brought to you by Emily Baum and Graham Jarvis, comedy writers addressing modern day confusions for the middle aged. So, Emily, would you like to be known as Queen Emily or Ms Emily or Mr Emily? What's your royal or leadership title going to be? As a dictator of my own country, in Continentia. In Continentia. That's a good one, actually. (laughs) Yes. I've not thought of a name I could use for a country. I would like people to reference me as the all-powerful. I would be the all-powerful leader of the Incontinentia free world. And would you be a benevolent leader or would you be taking as much tax as possible? I'd be a belligerent leader. Belligerent. Yeah. We'd have very clear edicts that I would be orchestrating on a regular basis, like free education for all, free McDonald chip Tuesdays. (laughs) Yeah. You're going a bit towards Donald Trump. (laughs) McDonald's have got in there straight away with you. There would be obviously very harsh punishments for people that didn't agree with me and anyone that didn't like Chesney Hawks. <laughs> if you were to have your own country, would it be a big old place or would it be a tiny little Caribbean island? It would be an absolute replica of Ibiza. So a small island, but with a decent infrastructure and plenty of beaches. Oh, they wouldn't vote for you. Presumably you're ruling by... I'm a dictator. You're a dictator. I am a dictator. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're going to be a leader of your own country, you don't want to be apathetic, do you? You don't want to be like, oh, it's all right, I'm here to listen to your feelings. No, if you've not got an option and you've got a large Kalashnikov to their heads... That's it, you're in charge. Make the most of it. Yeah, but there are other ways, because if you like that, they'll probably try and get rid of you in some awful coup. But if you're more the democratic type leader, you probably say, I'm democratic, it's all about elections, but just do your own thing behind the scenes. Hang on a minute. What you're saying, what is wrong with me having a dictatorship on an island that looks a lot like Ibiza... At least I'm being open and upfront about my intentions as opposed to someone who's going behind the scenes to do whatever they want. Yeah, so you see, you get full blame. And then when there's a coup, people say, oh, Emily was a rubbish leader, she was a dictator, she did this, did that wrong. Whereas with a democracy, it's much more blurred. Everybody's Mm. pointing at everybody else, so you don't get quite the same blame. I'd have Mickey Mouse on all the stamps. Yeah? That would just be brilliant. What would he be doing on this stamp? Maybe we'd just do like a limited edition range of stamps where he was doing the dance moves from a Bee Gees video. It would be brilliant. <laughs> I'd love it. <laughs> all right, well, what would you do? Would you also be touchy-feely, no plastic in the oceans, everyone's on vegan meals, wearing your own hair as sandals? I mean, what type of country would you call it? <laughs> I'd choose a country in the temperate zone. Yeah, I think I'd be just a bit hot to me. It'd be good for the first couple of weeks, but after a few weeks, it'd be tiring Uh, going out in the sunshine. So no, I don't think Ibiza would be very good for me. I've got a couple of names for potential islands for you or countries for you. Go on. I've got apathy. Apathy. Dull. (laughs) Boredom, which is obviously a play on words of kingdom. (laughs) Apathy (laughs) sounds like it could be a Bee Gees song. Apathy. (laughs) No, it would be a temperate zone which would be great for growing lots of different crops so that 
all of my citizens could grow their own crops and become healthy. Oh, I knew it. There's a good life twist here, isn't there? Everyone's like Tom and Barbara Good. They're all nice. You certainly wouldn't have all this American import that your country seems to have. You know, Mickey Mouse, McDonald's. Although I do notice they all begin with M. Kalashnikovs. <laughs> <laughs> OK, any weapons in my country would definitely be smart weapons. So you could only shoot them if you were the actual licensed owner. So there'd be no weapons that could be bandied around. So all the crime would come from people beating each other with a stick. Yeah, that's right. From their broad beans, they take a bamboo cane and start swiping each other. Stop battering It's not other. too nasty. In your country, from what I can gather, there'd be a big drug problem. If you're modelling it on Ibiza, you know, the partygoers are like popping this. And... No, this would be supplements. Oh, OK. Predominantly supplements. Yes, boosters. Don't grow a lovely fresh tomato and enjoy it in a granary sandwich. No! In Incontinentia, we pride ourselves on organic produce that's handmade by people that want to go and work on the land because otherwise they'll get a bullet between the eyes. <laughs> if you've seen The Hunger Games, that's kind of what I'm envisioning. Maybe sector 13, just with uh, a bit more sunshine. <laughs> I'm going to take your suggested name for my country, but add a couple of letters, a vowel and a consonant. I'm going to call it apple It's just that lovely fruit, homegrown. So what do people do in Apple SSE? Everybody will need a computer with a spreadsheet so they could plan the seeds and the growth and they'll be turning the soil, ready to plant the seeds, watering, looking for the growth and all the excitement when the little shoots come up. People are going to look from other countries modelled on Ibiza and thinking, why can't we be more like Apple Fee? Mm. Though I'm going off Apple Fee because I think people mm. people might have that. A lot of people in Apple Fee got a lisp, have they? My admin assistant couldn't say six. No other problem, no other word. She didn't have a lisp. And I'd say to her, say six. And she'd say six. I'd say, okay. So she could do that bit all right. I'd say, say th. She'd say th. I'd say, say six th. So she'd go six th. I'd say, now say six, and she'd go, I can't do it. <laughs> so I think Apple theme might be a bad title for my country. I might change it. I mean, you've got a bit of Angela Merkel about you, looking at you, as I see now. <laughs> Why was she shaking? What's wrong with her? I don't know. I think she'd forgotten to take her earbuds out, and it was a Bee Gees tune she was <laughs> gyrating to. <laughs> it's a side effect from not having Oktoberfest because of lockdown. Starting to shake out all the yeast. What about the leaders? When they go home after a day of denying they've caused any problems and they've been really wise, do you think they're bothered about emptying their bin? Do you think Boris Johnson worries about whether he gets the recycling right? Do you think when his other half says, oh, Boris, can you take that bin out, please? He's like, you do know that I'm in charge of nuclear weapons, don't you? You do know that I've got my finger on the red button. I could do anything, you know, and you want me to take the bins out. <laughs> do you think then if you've got the power of a red button, you don't need to divvy up your fresh cardboard? I mean... We had pizzas the other night and... Oh, posh. We can't put those into the recycling bin because this cardboard's greasy and they say they don't want greasy cardboard. Who's they don't want greasy? It's like the, <laughs> the recycling men. They don't want greasy cardboard. Yeah. But who's they? Who's sitting there going, I'm so sorry, Graham. I would love to recycle your pizza box because it's 100% cardboard, but sadly, you've got a little teeny bit of oil on there. Can't yeah, take it. Not 100%. There. Well, that's rubbish. 
Because surely if it's slightly oily, it'll recycle quicker. I'm very sensitive to this, because when I was a teenager, people would say, look at Graham, look, he's not 100%, you know. <laughs> slightly oily. <laughs> <laughs> Amiga oil from the fish. That's me. So I reckon that world leaders that do start using those sorts of things as um, excuses, I think it runs thin a bit. By the fifth time of somebody saying, you do know I've got my finger on the red button, Mrs. World Leader or Mr. World Leader's product, oh, for God's sake, Barbara, just take the bin out. <laughs> Do you think they've got MI5 with them when they take the bin out? <laughs> I think... Do you think they've got security either side as they're slipping outside to pop the bin in? And their bins are probably protected, aren't they? It can't be ordinary bin men, because otherwise you'd have journalists going through Boris Johnson's bin. Do you have undercover bin men? Are there security-cleared bin men? There must be. I mean, how do you get that job? <laughs> what do you do? Do you queue up at the job centre? And you're like, what jobs have you got? Well, we've got bin men, but it's a special bin man's job. Yeah. It's not a normal bin man's <laughs> job. You'd be an undercover bin man. Working my way up that greasy pole to the top. <laughs> I'd say, I'm your man. I'll sort out your fresh cardboard. I'm just concerned that Marvel will hear this idea now and they'll want to make a super bin man type of a show, <laughs> a movie around about these undercover MI5 bin persons. And why are we saying bin men? They're bin persons. Are they? It could be a bin lady. I think they're refuse persons, aren't they? <laughs> I don't know. Why? Are they refugees as well? Are they overseas travellers that have also been... I mean, I don't understand. Who are we giving refuse to now? I don't know whether the best sort of leader is the elected one or the absolute one. One of the few people that could probably give us a real good insight if we could get her on this podcast would be Queen Elizabeth. Oh, you know I like the Queen. She'd be my friend. Once upon a time, her family were in complete control, weren't they? Her ancestors. Obviously, you had the risk of having your head chopped off by the nasty parliamentarians, but... You win some, you lose some, Graham. But she'd know. I mean, what do you reckon? I mean, she's in her 90s, but she must get bored just sitting there doing things of state. Surely she occasionally says, no, let me empty the bin, do you think? Have we got any fresh bin bags? No, I think when the Queen gets bored, she just gets another corgi. You reckon? That's a valid question, because when she's bored, she does get another corgi, but then who puppy trains these corgis? Yeah. She's got hundreds of them. Can you imagine all the little whoopsies being dropped round Buckingham Palace? Buck House is like, oh, Cornelius VI has got a whoopsie down the Red Room. Absinthe, can you go and collect that for me, please, darling? Does she pick it up herself? I don't think she does. I think she probably does. I think she seems to be in touch with uh, reality. She seems to be a woman who likes to do ordinary things as well as the things of state. She seems to be really well tuned into life. Let's be perfectly honest. If you're the Queen and you're in your 90s and you think you can welch your way out picking up a corgi poo, you're going to do it, aren't you? <laughs> you're going to be like, oh, be a love. Just pop that one in the bin for me. Or do that old trick where you pretend you haven't seen it. <laughs> oh, is there? I didn't even notice. I'm so yeah, sorry. Like, I'm 90. My eyes. I can't always see a corgi. <laughs> like when John and I visited someone who had a dog, quite a large dog, and said, oh, I'm really sorry, I haven't cleaned up the lawn. I think there was about four carrier bags of poo. Oh. <laughs> when you say you don't think you've cleaned up the lawn, like, ever? <laughs> Hey, there's a lawn under there. Do you think that's why she goes for the small dogs? So that she can honestly say, I'm sorry, I didn't see that. Could be. Who goes and picks up after the cor uh, corgis in the... I thought you were going to say after the Queen. I was going to say. <laughs> Who picks up after the Queen? Yeah. Is there a royal pooper scooper? There's got to be. Would you have a royal pooper scooper uh, in your domain? I'd say dictatorship, but it's not. It's your touchy-feely country. Not a good name for a country. No. Great name for a lawsuit. 
fantastic name for a criminal investigation, but not a country. No. But when they've changed the name of countries, like they do from time to time, like Burma and Myanmar. Who? Myanmar. Is this one of these podcast episodes where you try and show everyone how well-educated and well-read you are? <laughs> Is that this well, week's? Did I not get the memo on that? There's been a big coup. Has there? Shooting civilians, yeah, yeah. It's your sort of country. Was it? <laughs> was this in Byfleet? I mean, where, where's this? <laughs> it's not a part of Surrey. Oh, I saw two women trying to have a fight outside B&M. I wondered if that had anything to do with it. <laughs> B&M. <laughs> Some of these big leaders, if they've got armed forces behind them, they keep absolute control for as long as they want. Some people for 20, 30, 40 years, and well, until they die. How about your land? You said Kalashnikovs earlier on. Is that how you keep everybody happy? No, I'd kill them with kindness. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> I've got to hear more about this. <laughs> Too much Haribo. I'd be literally like that. You've done a wonderful job. Thank you so much. If it wasn't for you, nothing would change. So, you know, I'd just be very kind to them all. And you'd reward them with massive turkeys, would you? We would have a weekly festive celebration that involved turkey, pork and ham and beef. Big celebrations throughout the year that mainly involved Haribo and beer. OK. In your country, how would you get over any housing crisis? Would yours be wattle and daub? Wattle and daub? No, we're not using dung and straw on my houses. Not in my area. No. No, how very rude. What I wanted to touch on, actually, you said large world leaders. Was that a sizist thing? Because as soon as you say large world leaders, I just think of King Jong-yong, who is a rotund man. <laughs> he is. With a terrible haircut. Yeah. Who is one of those people that will never leave power, because let's be perfectly honest, he probably wouldn't be able to get another job. It's very distinctive, isn't he? What style would you have if you became a world leader? I mean, Angela Merkel, perhaps somebody said to her, you're not identifiable enough, Angela. Yeah, you need to wear more beige. <laughs> That's what they said to her. I'll make you stand out. Or she goes for pale blue, doesn't she? And that's perhaps when somebody said, if you shook a bit, perhaps people would remember you a bit better. <laughs> they always say this about British prime ministers. They go in looking fresh-faced, fancy-free, and not long after, they start looking ancient. I mean, it's already happening with Boris, isn't it? He's looking thin. He's not looking that thin, is he, though? He's looking much older when he started the job. Don't you think? Theresa May looked terrible when she exited, and so did John Major. Yeah. They both looked like, you know, they weren't long for this world once they left. In all honesty, being a world leader is not a job I really fancy. What about Putin, though? Because he's always posing bare-chested, riding horses. He's always out in the wilds, eating something, dressed in furs and looking sort of like the real man. He just wants to be a gay icon. He's competing with Cher. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently he's got a palace somewhere that he uses for money laundering as well. Constantly has a refurb. They only know that because of the money hanging on the washing line outside. Yeah. If we've mentioned Russia, we've got to mention China, haven't we? Because it's only fair dues. Keep the balance. What about Xi Jinping? Or, uh, I think he's the current leader. Xi Jinping? Xi Jinping. Xi Jinping or Xi Jinping? <laughs> I'm not sure. Xi Jinping? What? Because it's a communist country, I imagine he should be looking after his own bins. Equally with his... No, he's not, though, is he? 
I think, no. you know, double, double standard there, isn't it? At least your leadership's honest, where you say I'm not doing anything apart from being fed. I'd like to think that I could have the flexibility of doing certain domestic chores that I enjoyed, and then if I didn't fancy it, you could palm it off on somebody else. I don't think that's a possibility when you're a dictator, as they're at the doors saying, let's overthrow her, let's chuck her out, and you come and you think, I've had enough of this now, um... I'm just going to go down to see if there's a job at the local Waitrose. They're not going to overthrow me. No? No, no, no. <laughs> Why would you? We have to, otherwise, you'd have to say goodbye to Chips on Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> chips on Tuesdays. What sort of decor would you have in your palace? Um, I would have a room dedicated to the Spice Girls. <laughs> would it be opulent? I think it would be scary, sporty, <laughs> <laughs> ginger and posh. No, um, I don't know, would it be opulent? That's an interesting question. I don't think anything's massively opulent because as soon as you add children and dogs, everything's ruined anyway. Uh... And, you know, I'd need to have dogs just so I could compete with the rest of the world leaders. You know, I'd probably even have a llama. Is it llamas? attack people a bit like geese I think llamas can get a bit stroppy maybe I'll just have alpacas yeah I'm gonna need an alpaca poop scooper because <laughs> 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 if I've got alpacas poodling around in continental this is very poo orientated this week isn't it, <laughs> it is, apologies yeah. dear listeners you're gonna keep the people well employed <laughs> my my selection of animals yeah would you like to be king for a day for a day no for a mm. bit longer than that so I can really Get my slippers under the bed. Say you had the opportunity to take the place of the Queen for the day. Would you want to do that? Yeah, for yeah. a day. Easy. Yeah, love that. As long as she hasn't got any appointments on that day. What? So what, you'd want to be king for the day as long as you didn't have to do anything or go anywhere? Yeah. So people can say, <laughs> well, there's not much difference between Graham Jarvis being king, is there? You know, just... You don't see him either way. Uh, what would you do? I'd go out on the balcony... And I'd pretend that there was a fly past. I mean, if there was one, even better. But I'd look up at the old jets. They're usually old, aren't they? Spitfires mm. or something that come over. I'd get ready to duck in case they fired a missile at me, just in case it was such bad luck that on the day I'm standing in, they do an assassination attempt. I wonder if it's a bulletproof balcony. I mean, it's a risky old job. That's a good point, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know how they put up with it, just always relying on their security men to keep them safe. When I leave here and walk around, I've, I've got no problems with anybody attacking me, apart from members of my own family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps a dog nipping my sock because it <laughs> senses a small bit of bread or something. I dropped on it at breakfast. Imagine if you're a world leader, all those security men you need around you. And how worried you'd be if mm. on the day you're going out and you've woken up, you're feeling a little bit anxious. Perhaps you had one too many bottles of wine the night before. And there's a new security man. I mean, whew. I wonder if you're allowed to watch these spy movies. It might give you bad ideas, mightn't it? Like, oh, I know what happens here. He rips his mask off to show he's not the same person as he seems to be. I think real proper assassins don't use Scooby-Doo as a plot to follow. <laughs> I think they might think of it in a little bit more depth. <laughs> I think in my country, where people are busy harvesting and singing songs... You do know you're just describing the place where the Smurfs live. That's exactly what they did. <laughs> yeah. Harvest things and sing songs. Well... I don't think that shade of blue would be what I'd go for, but otherwise, close. <laughs> what would you be doing if you weren't ruling? 
Uh, Would you have five minutes off? That's a good question. What do world leaders do for holiday? Uh. Yeah, where can you go? I mean, where does Putin go for his holiday? He goes bareback riding, doesn't he? Horse bareback riding, not bareback riding. Well, None of them go to other countries, do they? I suppose that's why they have state visits. It's a free holiday. Yeah. They get that on expenses. So we've spoken about real leaders... What about people like the Mafia? Do you think they're more important than the leaders? I don't know any members of the Mafia, nor do I care to comment on this line of questioning. <laughs> Where's this come from? <laughs> we don't know who's leading us or why, whether there are billions going that way, there are billions going this way. We've no idea who's authorised it. So why should it matter to us if it's going into some drug cartel or some cement factory. That... Have you been watching Line of Duty whilst eating sweets again? We've <laughs> talked about this. <laughs> yeah, there's more IOUs being written for a lot of countries than there are countries that can fund the IOUs. Perhaps we should do a podcast on where money comes from and where it goes to at some point. It's a fascinating way of balancing the books hypothetically. So there's no real money to it all. How would your country earn its money? Mine would be by exporting carrots, before you ask. <laughs> the rabbit community thanks you. I would make majority of my money from the bars that I ran and alcohol. Tourism? No, I'd export the bars as well. What, for prisons? <laughs> yeah, steel bars. Yeah, steel industry. <laughs> <laughs> Worked out really well for Sheffield. Let's go that way again. Um, <laughs> I don't know what we'd export. Probably nonsense. Probably joke books or... Suspenders, something totally futile and useless. When you go to places and they've got 50 gift shops, one after the other, and each one's got identical produce in a little plaque to put on your mantelpiece. What would be the national symbol for incontinentia is what you're asking. Your face with a crown on? The national symbol for incontinentia has got to be something to do with bottoms, hasn't it? <laughs> It's got to be something like a loo, a flaming toilet <laughs> that rises from the ashes. And my country would be sponsored by Tenor. <laughs> and everyone would have to wear socks and sandals on national holidays. It's a wonderful country. I'm a bit worried about the heat, though. I mean, are you OK with the heat that you've picked in your part of the world? It's fine. Tourism, I think, is going to be important to incontinentia. And advancements in plumbing, too. <laughs> would you base your leadership on any pre-existing leaders or would you be unique as far as you're concerned? I can't imagine there are many leaders that would rule the way that I would rule. No? Unless at some point Banana Man ran a country. I really can't see that there's <laughs> going to be a comparison between my leadership skills <laughs> and those of anyone else. How about yourself? Well, Did you want to see if the uh, Federation of Chartered Accountants had ever led a country before? <laughs> Once upon a time, I'd have thought perhaps somebody like a president. But the more you look at the different presidents that have been in charge of America, the less you really want to be like them. It turns out that even Kennedy was hiding loads like his illnesses so that people didn't think of him as weak. What illnesses did he have? Well, he could barely walk at one point. Really? Was that because he was having a lot of sex with people? 
<laughs> you know, if you do too much of that, that can injure a hip. I'm sure it could. <laughs> it was his spine and back problems. So he had to wear a frame and things, like in a support girdle, so it didn't show that he was actually vulnerable. Because leaders can't be vulnerable. That must have made the sex challenging. <laughs> Indeed. Hang on, a, hang on a minute, Marilyn. I've just got to get my support girdle off. <laughs> As the leader, presumably he'd have, uh, just like you've said, that the Queen's got a poop patroller. He'd have somebody to come and unzip his corset, surely. This is my girdle man now. <laughs> <laughs> would you have a girdle? Release me! <laughs> would, you, would you have a girdle woman or uh, nowadays a girdle person? <laughs> girdler. This is the royal girdler. Yes. I don't know. How, how many other jobs can you think of that you might have, which we wouldn't think of as ordinary day-to-day -day people? We've had somebody to do our rubbish, sort out our recycling stuff. We've got a poop patrol person. We've got a girdler. We, girdler. we now, now discover. Obviously, they all have people who turn the bed down at night. Yeah, but you get that in a holiday inn. That's not special. No. You'd have an ear cleaner. I'd have a royal ear cleaner. I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's been advised you shouldn't do that. Yeah, but you know what? You're royal. It doesn't matter. Get someone else to do it. Not your problem. What would they do then? The royal ear cleaner, Emily's royal ear cleaner, would uh, hold you over a bath of warm water and plunge your head under <laughs> just to loosen it up a bit. I would have chief of the cotton buds. <laughs> I'd have a, a oh. <laughs> head cotton bud staff member who'd be responsible of okay, keeping the ear cleaning team tip-top. My way was probably more like waterboarding, right? <laughs> Cleaning. Yours was a bit more like the stuff that we do for people that don't toe the line on Incontinentia. <laughs> we flush them. That's what we do. We flush them. <laughs> That's why the symbol is the toilet. There's no hint how big that toilet might be. And that the outlet from that toilet is actually over a tall cliff. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Are there any world leaders anywhere? that you admire. Genghis Khan. <laughs> Going back a bit. Now you're in my period, eh? <laughs> I knew I'd lure you back down the centuries. I've seen many world leaders and I've been offended by what they've done or disgusted or appalled, but never seen one that made me go, wow. Aren't you amazing at your job? Does that show that world leaders just have got bad PR people? Let's be honest. People who get voted as world leaders are very rarely even attractive, let alone slightly capable. Whenever you think of a world leader, you want someone who is going to be efficient at what they do. And efficient people aren't always knee tremblers. <laughs> right. Look at how well voting Ronald Reagan in for the Americans worked. If it wasn't for Nancy, he'd never find his way out of the Oval Office, bless him. <laughs> I think maybe because world leaders are under such microscopic scrutiny, you just realise how inept they are. Yeah. And what about transport in your leadership? How would you travel safely? You know the little car that the Pope drives in? Oh, yeah, like a golf cart. Yeah, sort of. But it's all bulletproof and it's got a massive glass dome on the top. It's a bit like a very, very tall golf cart. So imagine you put a V8 engine in that. Right. That would be all I'd travel in. Like a rocket-powered mobile. Or an ice cream van. I've always wanted to have a go at an ice cream van. No doubt playing What would your... you drive? What would you drive then? Probably a Ford Mondeo. I was thinking a sort of a reworked wheelbarrow. Yeah. And then a couple of shire horses pulling it along. I think you're just describing an Amish lifestyle, aren't you? <laughs> You just want to sit out in the middle of nowhere with a funny accent. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've now had a stroke. 
<laughs> oh, you know, you asked me earlier what my biggest export from Incontinentia would be. Yeah. Manure! <laughs> Modern Aged Middle Life was brought to you by Graham Jarvis and Emily Baum. If you liked it, tell a friend or rate and review the podcast. That will help others find us. Thanks.